I don't want to live my life by someone else's rules. I want to live my life and define my success and define my happiness. And that's what I want my kids, my kids, and even the kids who read Lexi's Little Bug to feel. You're listening to Stuck in the Middle podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, and creatives of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking barriers. This episode is brought to you by our online store. Visit sitmpodcast.com and shop Stuck in the Middle merch. We've also partnered with Perfect Office Solutions to bring you affordable, professional, and flexible private office spaces in seven locations in the DMV. Use promo code SITMPODCAST to get 10% off your monthly lease. If you're looking for office space, hit up Perfect Office Solutions. Tell them Stuck in the Middle sent you and save some money on some perfect office space. Listen, I'm excited for this podcast. This episode today has been a long, long time in the making. I guess it's here in the building in the flesh. Uh, she is a visionary, multi-award winning entrepreneur, including the 2008 Women Entrepreneur Award by Women in Business International. She is a philanthropist and the founder of Lexis Little Bug. Please welcome Lexi. Stuck in Real Podcast. Yeah. Erica Jernigan. That's you. How do you, how do you pronounce it's, your last name? <laughs> it's Erica Jernigan. Jernigan. Yes, Erica Jernigan. Stuck in Real Podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. We finally got this together. You know what I mean? <laughs> finally got Finally. Finally. I want to, you know, you said, uh, what, is it, what does it mean to be intentional and be the best version of yourself? I want to break the ice that way. Okay. Um. So basically, intentionally being the best version of me is striving every single day to mm-hmm. do my best to do everything that I can to push my company forward and help out in the community mm-hmm. and that's basically the gist of it is just making sure that every single day and every moment and opportunity that I have is that I present my best mm-hmm. at all times I tell you who is Erica for you know those who are unfamiliar with what you do out here in Baltimore the community in PG in Maryland who is Erica so Erica is an entrepreneur. Um, I'm very empathetic and community driven. I love giving back to the community um, and family oriented. You know, like I just stay as positive as I can and grounded in my faith and making sure that I set the example of mm-hmm. what, you know, what people can attain even through the hardships or, you know, the obstacles of being a business owner, I try to make sure that I show the real side. Mm. Where are you not from? Just, Sorry, um, you so are. I'm from Maryland. Mm. I grew up in Prince George's County and Anne Arundel County, and now I live in Baltimore. I dig it. Be well, more like the heart of people. We're in Baltimore, Baltimore County, um, uh, West Baltimore. <clears throat> okay. In the yeah. city. Yeah. So. How is, how is it like being an entrepreneur in Baltimore? It is very busy. Uh, it's nice. Um, I've, re- I've received a lot of support and a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. There's a lot um, of support that's been pushed out from different programs within the city. So Baltimore City right now, um, they basically are making it so entrepreneurs have access to different programs to push their companies or businesses or nonprofits along to make sure that they're successful Mm -hmm. and giving them a platform. That's the biggest thing right now in Baltimore is making sure 
you know, entrepreneurs or, you know, nonprofit leaders, they're able to have a platform. Mm. So they're definitely doing that. And there's a lot that's going on right now. I think So you founded, you know, an innovative solution to service professional mothers and their children mm-hmm. uh, in what is called Lexus Little Bug. Yeah. Uh, what inspired that, first of all, and what, did, what is it exactly? So Lexi's Little Bug is a children's rideshare service where I transport kids from school, well, to and from school, to gymnastic practice, grandma house, wherever their parents need them to go every day of the week. Mm. So right now, most of my clients, they are contracted for an entire school year. So we have two options where parents can book one-time rides or they can contract and reserve slots. So... They can do just a morning pickup or they can do afternoon pickup, just depending on what their needs are. So I service Baltimore City, Baltimore County, and Anne Arundel County right now. What was it that said, yo, listen, I'm about to start a ride sharing? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did that come? Uh, the crazy thing was I used to work um, for a bank and they had decided to make a shift change. Mm-hmm. And when they did that, it affected multiple people at the job because they took one of the team members she went from an 8 to 4 30 to a 12 to 11 so she didn't really have time or the you know the capacity Mm -hmm. to be able to go and get her kids and she was at work distraught trying to figure out one was she gonna have to quit her job and if not how was she gonna get her kids from school because you know most daycares they charge by the minute after six o'clock yeah or, you know whatever that time that so end a time crazy is. amount by the minute yeah <clears throat> so i'm a solution finder i don't really like to stay stuck on the problem it's like okay how are we going to fix this so i was at work and trying to find a solution for her and that's where i didn't really find it so one day driving to work something was like why don't you start a children's ride share service and in that moment it was born i um Came, I made my logo, I came up with the name, and I sent the trademark off to the U.S. Trademark uh, mm-hmm. Office, and that was, the, that was the start. What was it like, you know what I'm saying, that first, who, who was the first client? Was it your, your co-worker? No, so actually, my first client came from a referral from my boyfriend's sister because she owns a transportation service. So when I first started in the industry, of course, like I'm going to do research. I meant was being mentored through her. Any question that I have, you know, she may not have had ride share, but she knew transportation. So somebody called her and she referred them to me and she was my first client. So at that time I had already been working for Uber for like nine months. I was working at my full-time job and then I took on my client. Mm-hmm. So in the mornings I would get her and then I would go do some hours, a couple hours extra where Uber left and then I go to work. And you know, it was like that for at least nine months. And then last April, God pushed me out the boat and I got let go from my job. Mm. And you know, in the moment, my, um, my business coach who I had been working with for like a year he was well. It was a little less than a year. He um, sold into me that day, mm-hmm. um, and I reached out to my boyfriend, of course, because that's home. You know, like yeah. <laughs> this is a whole financial <laughs> mm-hmm. upset. You know, obstacle that's getting ready to come in. So they both supported me, and you know, the first thing they said was like, "You're gonna be fine. You have a business. You have a whole business. You have a way to make it work." So now I have the time to, you know to pour into my company now 100% instead of trying to do it part-time. 
now mm -hmm. I have all the time in the world. So I um I started it, I launched it full time in September of last year. Wow. And it's been rolling ever since. How exactly does it work? Um I got a kid, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, I I I'm I got a uh commitment tomorrow. And so, I, I've heard of Lexus Little Bug by Erica Jernigan. How how does it work? What do I do? So you would go to LexisLittleBug.com. And there is a, I have a form reservation software that will go in and you can reserve the ride and you can actually see the quote. It'll, you put in the address and you can be able to pull up how much the ride is going to cost. It'll show if that time frame is available. And then also you can download the mobile app, which is available on Apple and Android. And mm -hmm. our clients are able to request trips in there also. So if I have, if the slots are available, the time is available, then I'll go into the system and confirm it and mm -hmm. then reach out to the parent. But everything is basically electronic. It's mm -hmm. digital mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, and I mean, it's pretty simple. It's just through the website, yeah. you know, they can go in, learn how the services work. The policy and procedures are on there. Um, the breakdown of the expectations and the code of conduct for how, you know, I expect my drivers to be and also how the children mm -hmm. should be when they're in the care of our drivers. Yeah, you just say, because I was going to ask, like, don't you, you stretch yourself thin and, you know, so you, you got drivers. It's not just you. Well, right now it is just me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm right now I did launch a crowdfunding campaign so that way I'll be able to raise funds so I can hire new people mm -hmm. because I have at least, I mean, I have an extensive waiting list right now for um, families who are wanting to use a service, but I'm not able to fulfill all of the demand. So, mm -hmm. and then as the company is growing and the brand is becoming recognized more, more families are reaching out to be able to use a service. Mm -hmm. So, you know, during the busy time frame, I'm not available, but during the evenings and the weekends, I, you know, the schedule is pretty flexible. Mm -hmm. It's a huge service. It's like, you know, finding a, a need and plugging that hole. Yeah. Really. And that's basically <clears throat> what, business is is recognizing the need mm -hmm. and fulfilling it i mean that's you know not to say that it's that easy but really what it boils down to is solving a problem speaking of not easy you know you mentioned funding and crowdfunding as an entrepreneur uh, some people might shy away from that aspect of crowdfunding mm -hmm. or you know fundraising um, you know, talk about capital. How are you funding this right now? And if you were to get, you know, a state, somebody might watch this like, man, I, this is what I want to do. I do Uber, Lyft, whatever. And this is like, I'm, I'm in Baltimore. I want to get in, in contact with it. How do you intend to, you know, compensate them or, and also fund your business? So um, right now with crowdfunding, it wasn't my first choice. Mm -hmm. I have, at first I was employed full time. So I was using that to invest into the company. And then now because I am just have the company, you know, I, I haven't done loans yet. I wanted loans to be, loans and investment to be the last very last option, you know, because I don't want to have any additional expenses mm -hmm. on top of the expenses of what it's taken to even build a strong foundation for the company, you know? So I went through, I've been doing pitch competitions, you know, any way that I can be able to gain funds or raise capital for the company and not have to owe any debt mm -hmm. is 
you know, just has been my mission because I, I don't, you know, with trying to start a business, traditionally it's gone through bank funding, you know, loans, mm-hmm. investors, but it's like, I, I don't want to give up a piece of my company yet. You know, mm-hmm. if as long as I can, for as long as I can hold the most of the control, that is the goal, mm-hmm. you know, because it, when it starts to go down that, that revenue, then, well, that space, it starts to open up doors to where maybe you know the 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 growth the vision might have to change Mm -hmm. and i I just i feel like it's just too early Mm -hmm. for that yet how exact you know what kind of you know exact services do you provide and you mentioned that earlier um a little bit earlier but what exact is it just picking up and dropping off or what exact services does lexus little buck provide so we basically you know just pick up and drop off for families like i said every single day we're open pretty much all day from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. I've even had requests just last weekend to have a pickup in the evenings, like, you know, late in the evenings because she was, you know, particularly going out of town and mm-hmm. she needed someone to be able to transport her godson. So, you know, while she was out of town, she reached out to me and reserved. So a lot of my business comes from word of mouth and it comes from my referrals and me networking. Networking is so crucial. It's one of the easiest ways and... um cost-effective ways to be able to get Mm -hmm. your brand out there and market Mm -hmm. without being able to have a large marketing budget. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's the way that I've been able so far has been able to grow the company and make, you know, get, get it out in front of people. So where now, you know, the, when people are having conversations, when it comes to children's transportation, they're knowing who to reach out to, you know, because of being present and in front of my people. That's, you know, that's just what the goal has been. Mm, I dig it. So, you know, we're dealing with kids, you know, people's mm. prized possessions and safety is, you know, it's a big concern. Speaking as a, a, a two-time new uncle, shout out to St. <laughs> Saint Liam, the newest member of Stuck in Middle Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like if, when he turns two or something like that, you know, putting him into that car, you know, like safety, how do you, you know, ensure that, these people's kids are saving you as well mm-hmm. and your workers are safe so my Lexi Littlebug has an account set up with the state of Maryland so all background checks fingerprinting um, national sex offender registry check the driver's record check it all goes through the state so mm-hmm. we the company like I make sure that all of the drivers are has you know no violations they have a good driving record and then i go an additional step further and i offer meet and greets so that way my clients are able to sit down with the driver sit down with myself and the child so that way when that first day comes to be able to pick them up you know everybody's not standing outside with a sense of anxiousness because Mm -hmm. they don't know you know who that person is so Mm -hmm. i just try to make sure that we're building relationships with our families and with the parents Mm -hmm. so that way it's you know more comfortable and put them at you know definitely at a better space Mm -hmm. and easier speaking of comfortability and and accommodation do you transport kids with disabilities um and do you have services for for kids with disabilities so we we do i haven't had any requests yet Mm -hmm. but that is something that you know would be open 
for the service as long as you know we just go through the proper channels and you know the requirements when it comes to transporting children with disabilities but it's not something that you know i would turn down the company is available to do that i just haven't had any requests yet mm. is this so what, what geographical uh, regions do you just Lexus Little Buck cover right now. It's just Baltimore area. It's, and are you looking to, you know, go nationwide? What's the vision? What's the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, right now I'm in basically the Baltimore metro metropolitan area. Um, I am looking to expand throughout the state and then potentially, you know, potentially down the road go national. But it, it, right now the focus is just making sure that I'm able to expand throughout the state of Maryland. And once I get the services covered, you know, and growth within Maryland, then I'll potentially start looking out to see how we can duplicate it and provide it throughout the states. Mm -hmm. That's essential, man. You know what I'm saying? Like starting small and then going big i feel i feel like this has potential to like go nuts yeah like, go it, it has a lot of room and i've i've been making sure that i don't jump out there too fast and actually take the time to actually move a little slow because i feel like if you move too fast sometimes you might miss things mm -hmm. and i've been able to learn a lot about the industry and a lot about what my families are wanting and what they're not wanting i actually you know i sit and talk to them I do surveys to make sure and see like how they're feeling about the service and you know that one-on-one -on -one contact with them because you know they're the the gist of my company you mm -hmm. know they're the focus so I just I'm just trying to make sure that I cover all my bases as much as I can so that way I can anticipate any changes that might come you know to the industry or to the market and what can potentially impact my kids so it's just having that total control over every aspect yeah. you know so i'm not putting myself too far out there in a vulnerable space yeah. you mentioned earlier um a little bit earlier about you know doing pitch competition and you've actually grown a reputation with doing quite a few yeah second third you know first place and speak about the value of you know pitching as an entrepreneur because i feel like you know it's a uh, people don't see the value in that i the funny thing is i am an introvert so i don't <laughs> like public speaking yeah. i had to become very comfortable <laughs> even uncomfortable and being comfortable mm -hmm. uh, in front of a microphone and stage like when i go out to pitch i move away from the microphone i don't like to be actually behind <laughs> a podium it makes me like absolutely crazy but um it is an asset and i feel like people should start to use it more but in pitching you still have to be very careful in what you say and what you put out there because you're in the public eye you know and you never it's not to say that you should be concerned about your competitors but your most valuable information you still have to somewhat guard it so that yeah, yeah the intellectual property so that way no one else is able to duplicate it and basically take you out of mm -hmm. your space you mm -hmm. know so it's just being cautious in what i say how i say but still getting the mission across so that way people are still going to support mm -hmm. you know and most of the time most people understand that because it's business like nobody wants to have their companies taken away you mm -hmm. know from them um but i definitely have enjoyed being able to have the opportunity to pitch mm -hmm. because that's one less expense that mm -hmm. i have to add to the bottom line mm -hmm. of the company um and they're free 
you know, to go up and talk for 90 seconds or 60 seconds, you know, three to five minutes, depending on what pitch, you know, what the pitch competition requirements are. You know, it could feel like the longest 30 seconds in the world, but once it's over, it's like, oh, my God, okay, we done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but it's been good. I actually have a few more this year that I have to do. That's about December. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, next three weeks, I have mm-hmm. a few more pitch competitions, so. Grinding, yo. That's an, you, <laughs> you know, introvert. To. You have to. As an introvert and, you know, as somebody who's, you know, done quite a few of this um, and who had never pitched previously, what are the basics for somebody who's like, all right, I'm, I, I need to do this. What are the basics of pitching? So the basics of pitching is... Like, what's your advice? You know what I'm saying? Um, I would definitely say know what you're going for. Know exactly, be very detailed in what you're going to use the money for. Because most of the time, people want to have an action or be able to feel that they're actually making a difference in your company so if you need you know in my case say if i if you need like vehicles or drivers or you know marketing then speak to that when you're pitching because they'll tend to attach more to that and and be able to understand like she can take this money and i'm going to make a difference in her business by x y and Mm -hmm. z um, and also one of the, my, my business coach, the first thing that he had me work on was my numbers. So making sure that you taking the time to work through your cash flow, put in as much time as you can with projections and, and seeing how much your business is actually going to cost, because that's the first, that's the biggest area where people get slipped up on and not tend to prepare for Mm. and when someone is giving you their money they want to know how are you going to be able to sustain and them not wasting Mm -hmm. their money you know so definitely work through your financials if over anything know Mm. your financials um know your industry so being able to speak to how large your target audience is um how are you going to actually work through to get customers and what your marketing plan is going to be those are like the biggest areas of when it comes to pitching is to know uh this is kind of like a mini version of a business plan yeah yeah (laughs) yeah this is a quick lesson for you know and and not lesson but you know just facts for people who have been watching this this platform from you know when we started in 2017 majority of the entrepreneurs and creatives that we see in this seat are women black women mm-hmm. um black women are growing as entrepreneurs and creatives in a long a great rate in america right now but raising the least amount of money mm-hmm. um so speak about you know the, the the value of access to capital you mentioned it a little bit earlier you know saying the access to like resources and capital and being able to like you know have money <laughs> to bring these businesses that our sisters out here bring it to the, to the light so we in and when it comes to funding and access to capital, um, I think it is a little harder. It is a lot harder for women um, to be able to get capital because a lot of the spaces where the the people behind the scenes, the people behind the dollars, are you know most of the time Caucasian men. You know, so they tend to kind of put us through what it feels like sometimes put us through the ringer and where we have to extra we have to validate more in who we are and what we know and that we do have the capacity to be able to to grow a corporation and 
actually use the funds in, you know, a productive way to invest in us. You know, black women are definitely very driven, very passionate, and we have a lot of tenacity and resilience in what it takes to even build a company. You know, it's I just think that it's a lack of them actually being able to identify with our personalities, to be Mm -hmm. identified with our energies, you know, and not sometimes in a space to where they don't, when we show up strong in who we are, Mm -hmm. they kind of take it as we're trying to be know-it-alls or, you know, a transfer of power when really it's not. Because a lot of times back, you know, in history has shown that when men show up, they're very confident. They're yeah. very bold yeah. in what they say. And, the, you know, society thinks that women are supposed to be timid. Yeah. And when we do show our strength, then it's, you know, a threat when really it's not. We're just confident in who we are mm-hmm. and we're going after it. And, you know, that should be something that's welcomed. I feel like it is starting to become more welcome as publications are starting to come out to actually put that scenario to the forefront um but whether someone gives me a dollar or not i'm going after mine Mm. period my company is going to grow um i'm going to do whatever i have to take and gain access to any opportunity that i can that makes sense for my company to be able to grow so even when you go to pitch or when you go to talk to somebody about your business, even if they don't want to support you, you can accept that no and say, okay, because I'm going to do it anyway, mm-hmm. no matter what, you know, and, and that, that is what is really going to take the difference for companies being able to grow in any business is having a confidence in yourself to know that you're going to make it happen mm-hmm. and you have to make it happen mm-hmm. for you and for your family, you know. One of the uh, things that you also, you know, in in line of, with that, that you also involved in big with, you know, me doing research is uh, mental health as a small business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your fears? Um, sorry, sorry about that. What are your fears? What are your struggles? And as a small business owner, you know, to so speak about mental health, like struggles that you go through. Um, so I do have anxiety um, and PTSD from past situations that have happened. I try to take care of Erica first. And I will, you know, limit my exposure, limit, you know, the how much people are have to get into my space Um, and just not try not to take a lot of things. So um, not personal, but not making things too as heavy um, as they shouldn't be or, you know, too heavy because a lot of things in business it just happens so it's not like it's really something that's just intentionally trying to you know come after my company or somebody trying to make you know my life difficult or anything it's just it's just business and in business you just have to have a strong mindset to be able to deal with the the obstacles and even a lot of times I feel like people tend to overlook the the good growth Mm. growth and success brings stress um that can tend sometimes bring more stress than the challenges because people start to see you at a different level and once you get to that level people start to want to talk to you more and they want to reach out to you more and have more access to you so that to me has actually been more stressful than obstacles that have come up in the company. Um, It's just knowing how to balance 
when Erica is available and when I'm not. How do you and, prevent burnouts? How do you? <laughs> man, I'm, that's still a struggle. Uh, <laughs> that is still a struggle. Um, I don't know. It's just sometimes when I get in, in, when a thought comes in my mind and I just start to say no. Like, it's okay. You don't have to do this today. Like, it'll be okay. Push that off till tomorrow. And in those moments, that's me stealing back my time and not allowing myself to get too worked up in what's actually going on because my my biggest thing, I'm very creative. And when I can't create, and it's similar to like a writer's block, mm -hmm. if I don't have ideas flowing in my mind, then I know that that's a sign that I need to slow down and take a step back mm -hmm. because that I know that that is my strength. But then sometimes it can be a weakness because I'm constantly thinking and constantly moving, especially as being the only person. Well, let me step back. I have a team of advisors, but, you know, they they have strengths and experts in what they do. Um, but then at the end of the day is the company still boils down to my vision and what I see. Mm -hmm. So I just try to be cautious in how much I'm putting me out there. So you, you uh, worked in the children's book or working on a children's book? Yeah, I uh, was actually just given the opportunity and a gift certificate for $5,000 to be able to launch um, for Lexi's Little Bug to be able to. Well, I was given the certificate, but I'm going to use that to launch children's books to be able to inspire kids um, to know that they are worth more mm -hmm. than their environments, to inspire them to be able to go after whatever it is in life that they want. I feel like, you know, especially being in Baltimore, the media and certain cultures they tend to you know put our babies down and they never really show the positive so you know that negative depiction is just trying to change the narrative um growing up and I was very blessed and fortunate um but you know in in anyone's childhood there are always areas that could have been better mm -hmm. um and my parents were very strict and I feel like we sometimes we put our kids in a box and not allow them to really explore and promote and support them in the areas Facts. that yeah. they may have. So, you know, if your child is an artist young, push them into the area of going out to sing, push them in the area of getting behind with the, uh, 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 you know, I, I don't know what you call them, like a singer's coach or somebody, mm. but promote that push that because the more and more that they get support at a young age then they'll start to grow up to be disciplined mm -hmm. and you'll never know where they can go with that I just feel like with in society even now as an adult I don't want to live my life by someone else's rules I want to live my life and define my success and define my happiness and that's what I want my kids my kids and even the kids who read Lexi's Little Bug to feel you know to know that it's okay to be different it's mm -hmm. okay to have your own thought process as long as you're not you know hurting someone else or being disrespectful to someone else but it is very important to promote and support our kids mm -hmm. in what they do because they are the next generation yeah did you win the uh, award at the pitch competition uh yes oh, a, a, few, <laughs> a few well the gift certificate actually came from an event from a company um 
purposely created. I used to volunteer. I volunteered with them last year, mm-hmm. and she saw all of the work that I was doing throughout the year, and then she gave me the gift certificate. Um, and mm-hmm. then I also host an event for the youth, which is changing the narrative, called An Evening Among... Um, and, Lord, it's so long, I'll be forgetting. Mm-hmm. An Evening Among Young Stars Awards, to where we highlight and honor kids who are excelling academically, who are starting their own businesses, who are volunteering in the community. Um, and I just feel like we have to touch on each aspect of areas that will promote whether kids will be a doctor so i have a science award i have a math award even kids who are in sports and it's just to make sure that children understand if you don't want your child to just grow up to only aspire to be an athlete or artist you have to promote the things that are in those areas Mm -hmm. to be a doctor to be an attorney to you know be whatever they want to do you have to promote those things early so having that event um next year will be the third one i've had that and that's the the first one was where i had was accepted the 2018 um mayor's business recognition Mm -hmm. award was because of that event Mm -hmm. So it's not just about the business. It's also pouring back into the community and giving a, a leg up for them mm-hmm. also, especially for our youth, because I just I just feel like they're overlooked, mm-hmm. you know, and really people will use propaganda or say in messaging that they're really, you know, we're about our youth, but your actions are not really speaking to that. Like, how are you really making an impact mm-hmm. for them yeah. um, instead of it being a talking point? Yeah. I'm going to put you on a spot and say we we would love to be a part of next year's event. Okay. Having spoken to a myriad of entrepreneurs, we would love to help in any way. Speak, set up anything, you know, we would love to be a part of it. No, most definitely. uh, Incredible platform. I appreciate it. We have, um, I'm working on something very exciting for next year Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to confirm it right Mm now um, because we received a lot of support for that event. We nominate about 17 kids a year. We've received sponsorship from Wegmans National aquarium um multiple uh one of my business coaches his company also for will Holmes consultant he has definitely um reached out and supported our events and we'll definitely continue to see how we can make the event better and better and bigger every year what would you say to a younger lex uh, uh erica <laughs> it's okay what everybody you, call me lexi <laughs> what would you say to a younger erica um looking at all the awards and where you are right now man i think to if i was to look back on my life and me as a younger person i would tell myself that it's okay to be you it's okay to feel how you feel it's okay to explore and be curious and you know not feel like you have to be in the box you don't have to follow what everybody else is doing you can be you and still excel and be happy in who you are mm. with your own thoughts and your own vision. Mm. That's, that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing that I would say to myself is like, it's okay to have your own thoughts and be you. How can people connect with you? Um, you know, find out more about Lexus Little Bug, what you got going on next. How can people you know, get in contact? <laughs> so you can follow me at Lexis Little Bug on Instagram. 
Also, Lexi's Little Bug on Facebook, and then Erica Jernigan on Facebook. So I'm I'm um pretty active on Facebook and Instagram. So you can definitely use those two those two um media platforms, social media platforms, mm-hmm. to be able to follow me and see what we're doing. Listen, I appreciate you finally, you know, what I'm saying stopping yes. by. I'm glad we made this happen. It's been a dope conversation. Thank it's, you. you. Know, I think what you're doing in in our community is incredible, and uh, it's. The war is gonna catch up. It's just incredible. Um, listen, we have had the pleasure of speaking with Erica Jernigan. Uh, she is the founder of Lexus Little Bug, multi-award-winning entrepreneur. Thank you. Thank so you much so much. I appreciate it. Much success with you guys. I would love to come back. You Definitely. know, we plan it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put in my calendar so we don't overlap <laughs> nothing. That nah, was nah, my listen, fault. Yeah, we were still on top of it. Yes. Yeah, you coming yeah, tomorrow? Please right? send yeah. me a reminder because I will forget. <laughs> I got you. I don't I have. You. I ain't a millionaire yet, so I don't have an assistant. <laughs> I got Google Assistant <laughs> right now. That's why I'm putting the calendar. <laughs> listen, we've had a pleasure speaking with Erica. I am Reflex. If you enjoy what you heard and listen, hit that subscribe button on YouTube and the ringer so you get updates and every time we drop new content. Uh, this particular episode has been sponsored by Perfect Office Solution. Get you an office space if you are a professional entrepreneur in the DMV area looking for flexible uh, office space. Um, SRTM Podcast is the promo code you get 10% off and. Uh, go on our website shop some merch you know what I'm saying we appreciate y'all listen I cheer in the building mind the building uh, the whole team in the building we appreciate everybody who checked this episode out every kind of building I am Reflex and we're out thank you for listening to this week's episode let us know what you think and tell other people about us on social media using the hashtag SITM podcast if you want to find out more about Stuck in the Middle Visit our website, sitmpodcast.com, to browse our blog section. To tell us your story, send us an email at sitmpodcast at gmail.com. Till next time, be safe.